It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We've had three preseason games that tell us who the Orlando Magic are. So what is the one stat that might matter most for the Orlando Magic? It's all about the paint, folks. We'll get to that, plus how passing's making a difference for the team and the watchability rankings from Zach Lowe on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is October 19th, 2023. My name is Philip Rosper Mike. I'm the expert and site editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore O N D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, it's the one thing Jamal Mosley has said above all else as we learn who this Orlando Magic team is, why the paint is going to determine success or failure for this team, plus how passing is making a difference in the Magic's offense and the watchability rankings from Zach Lowe, why it's not all bad news for the Orlando Magic there. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, Brother, it's right when you upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I have played clips of Jamal Mosley here on the show, but it, but if you've been on OrlandoMagic.com watching uh, his, his post-game availabilities, his post-practice availabilities, if you've talked to him at all, some consistent themes keep coming up. Um, yes, a lot of this Magic roster is the same. Yes, there is going to be a lot that feels very familiar uh, about this group and about the way that they're playing. But let, let's not pretend, though, that things aren't different. Um, you know, the Magic's guiding philosophy is still kind of the same, but... There are a lot of differences in what the Magic are trying to do and what them, who the Magic are trying to be. But it all just goes back to a very simple concept. Um, this is a young team still trying to make their way in the world, still trying to make their way in the league, and a, a team that needs something simple to latch on to. We're, we're seeking what this team's identity is. Like that, 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 that is a big thing that we're thinking about, that we're trying to discover, that we're trying to... Find out about this team. They're still seeking their identity. But they have seemingly centered their identity, though, on one thing. And if we're going to look at success for the Orlando Magic and a stat that may point towards success for this team, we're going to look all the way down at the bottom of the box score. We're going to look all the way down at the bottom at points in the paint. Jamal Mosley has said this repeatedly. 
The goal for this team is to attack the attack the rim, put pressure on the rim. And then conversely, to prevent shots at the rim, prevent shots in the paint. It was one of the biggest strengths for the Orlando Magic last year, in fact. The biggest strength for the Orlando Magic last year was their defense in the paint. Well, yes, teams did shoot a decent percentage against them in the paint. Teams did not score much in the paint. If you're looking for a reason why the Orlando Magic had the seventh best defense after December 7th, which of course is when the season began, it's because Orlando was sixth in the league, giving up 47.6 points in the paint per game. In fact, among the top 10 teams in the league and points allowed in the paint per game, only two did not make the playoffs. That'd be the Orlando Magic at number six and the Houston Rockets at number 10. Perhaps an interesting a little, little tidbit there. Now, there's a trade-off here. If you're really focused on uh, protecting the paint, maybe you're giving up too many threes, all that stuff. But let's just focus in here. The Magic's guiding philosophy, let's just simplify what we've seen in the preseason so far and simplify what the Magic are trying to do. They are trying to win the paint. They're trying to be a team that scores a lot of points in the paint, that gets a lot of paint touches, that lives in the paint to collapse the defense to kick out or lives in the paint to create fouls, lives in the paint to score easy baskets. And then they live defensively by preventing those same shots. Again, Orlando, if I'm not mistaken, we're top five in the league in field goal attempts in the paint um, in the league. Teams did not get very many shots in the paint against them. Now, again, gave up a lot of three-pointers. So they, there is a susceptibility to that that the Magic are going to have to figure out and have to, to work around. But this is a core of who they are. And so how are they doing in the preseason? Like, like let's, let's, let's just take it out there. Well, the Magic are not scoring a lot of points in the paint, 43.3 points in the paint, which is 23rd among all the teams that are playing in Summer League. So that includes Real Madrid. That includes Maccabi Ra'anana. Uh, uh, and and the and the New Zealand Breakers, they're giving up though just forty four point seven points in the paint per game. Now that also does not rank particularly well in, in the preseason. That's fourteenth in the league, but that's a pretty good number. In fact, in um in the game on Tuesday, points in the paint were a big reason why the Magic lost against New Orleans Pelicans. I think I said that on yesterday's show. They gave up fifty points in the paint. That's not going to cut it for the Orlando Magic. Now, as we like to do, we're going to just cut out the fat here. In the first half of preseason games, so we're having fun with preseason stats. Take it with every grain of salt that you can. In the first half of preseason games, the Magic are fifth in the league and points in the paint. 26.7 points in the paint in the first half of their three preseason games. They're giving up 20. 3.3 points in the paint per game, which puts them 18. So what does this tell us? What does this tell us about who the Magic are trying to be? Well, I know I've talked a lot about the Magic's ability to pass the ball and move the ball. I know I have talked a lot about the Magic uh, being a team that's very good at, uh, that's been very good at moving the ball and has used their space really, really well. And clearly the offense is really working. The offense has been successful at getting, getting the ball into the paint, creating some chaos, creating some havoc. Interior passing especially has been very good. They've done a very good job cutting into space when teams do collapse on them. 
Uh, so it's not just kicking out for threes. It's cutting into the space left vacant, vacant by a trap or by a help, help rotation coming. So the Magic, again, we're going to talk about passing here in a minute because that's a big, big part of this. The Magic are scoring plenty in the paint. What we have not yet seen is the Magic defend at the level in the paint that we expect them to. And I think that is one of the reasons why, while the defensive numbers for the Magic have been pretty good, um, that there's there should be a, a little bit of concern. And, and, and you know, I think we'll do an episode probably... It might be Monday's episode. I haven't decided yet. I have to go through the numbers. I'm going to wait for the preseason to end. But we'll go through some preseason numbers to believe in and preseason numbers to, to be a little concerned about um, in, in, in uh, or hopefully early next week. Well, we'll see. I, I am planning my big NBA preview show where I, I make my, my full predictions and go on the record as well. So we'll, we'll get to we'll get to all that. We got a lot to get to before Wednesday's game next week. Um, but this is, this is the core of who the Magic are. Their win, their their wins and losses this year are going to be won in the paint. That is who this team is. That is the team's guiding philosophy. That is their focus. Jamal Mosley has made it their focus that they win and lose in the paint. And if this team's going to be successful, they're going to win the paint again. That was something they were pretty good at last year. Certainly one of the best teams defending the paint. Uh, again. Fouls aren't including in points in the paint, so there's there's a little bit th- little bit there. There's 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 plenty of other things that come out of it. If you're, you know, that come out of it, so you know this this number can't be viewed as completely correlative of a good defense. There there are a lot of other factors involved, but this is going to be a big thing for the Magic. They've made it a big thing. They've told us it's a big thing, and we'll see if the Magic can make this big thing their big thing. Uh, throughout the season and see how much it relates to wins and losses as we go on. At least from what the Magic are telling us, the paint is everything for them. And they want to be very, very effective inside. Offensively, the Orlando Magic are trying to change another statistic why passing has become a critical part of the Magic's preseason success. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... It's time for a quick word from our friends over at Jace Medical. Um, look, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it, it is important to be prepared. We live here in Florida. There's obviously hurricanes. There's tornadoes. You know, I think there's another tropical depression coming. Although it's been a pretty quiet hurricane season. Knock on wood. We're, we're getting we're getting we're past the peak of it. Um, so that's the good news. We only got a month left, but you have to be prepared. For any kind of emergency, the Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. So you're always prepared in an emergency. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. In these those recent efforts, they've added ivermectin as an option to the Jace case as well. Um, you can also buy a gift card for a family or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Um, go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON at jacemedical, J-A-S-E. 
medical.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am personally like, and we're going to talk a little bit about this in the watchability rankings. I am really geeked about the Orlando Magic's offense. Um, I, I know defense is going to be their thing, and, and I think they're going to be fine defensively, and I think they're going to be pretty good defensively. I think they're still, there's honestly a lot more for them to clean up, and and I think you know I think that that they're going to get there. It, it might take a little while, but I'm really geeked and, and really excited about what I've seen from the team's offense and and the way that the Magic have moved the ball and just been really, really effective as an offensive team. Um, the numbers really, you know, the numbers are preseason numbers. So I don't want to get like too wrapped up in, in overall numbers, especially, um, but it looks good. I mean, there's, there's, there, there are like signs and there are things that the Magic are doing this year that they were not doing last year. The team is averaging 18 three-point attempts per game in the first half of their preseason games. And they're shooting 40.7% on those threes. Is that going to last? I don't know. But the Magic are getting high-quality three-pointers, and they're doing it with great ball movement. At the core of every good offense, and and there are some brilliant individual isolation players, but at the core of every good offense is ball movement, is being able to suck the defense in and kick it out to an open shooter or move the ball to get an open shot. There's nothing better than an in-rhythm three off a catch-and-shoot. Those are a high-percentage shots, and you hear Jamal Mosley talk about, especially with three-pointers, we want standstill, feet-set three-pointers. That's what they're looking for. Um, I know I have been obsessed with the corner three-point thing. That has been a big thing that I have been like, oh, whoa, that's that's new because the Magic only had six corner threes per game. And I picked up almost immediately how much the Magic were getting corner threes. They had nine each, uh, nine attempts each in the Cle- in the New Orleans and Cleveland game. And then on Tuesday, uh, at least by the count that I had, which may not be completely accurate, but um, if I can count correctly, they were up at 22. Again, I, I didn't think the Magic necessarily played poorly um, in the game against New Orleans. And, and I don't have a first half, second half split, which would, which would obviously help be more helpful. But here's what we do now. Orlando has had at least 27 assists in all three of their preseason games. As I mentioned before, that is something they only did 16 times all of last season, 16 times in 82 games. They've done it all three times. Now, I think I would expect that assist number to come back down a little bit, especially as defenses start to to, to hone in on what the Magic are trying to do. The Magic maybe implement some more ISO sets to get Paolo more involved, all that stuff. But regardless of anything else, the Magic last year were a terrible offense, and passing is a big reason why. 26th in the league in offense, rating at 111.3 points per 100 possessions. Average only 23.2 assists per game. Again, you expect a team that maybe struggles to shoot, struggles to score, they're not going to be that high on the assist chart. But this is also a team that was 26th in the league, according to Second Spectrum, in total passes per game, 268.6 
passes per game. Now, this is not always indicative of a good offense. There are a lot of teams that are bad offenses that pass a lot. But for a team that is always professed of trying to move the ball, a team that's always professed of trying to be by committee, of trying not to be so tied down to one guy does this, so on and so on, the fact that the Magic struggle to move the ball certainly feels like that's a reason why the Magic, that's one of the reasons why the Magic's offense was stuck in the mud. Now the Magic seem to have found a little bit of the secret sauce. They try these like skip passes. They try, they're really read-based now. I've always said that this offense under Jamal Mosley has been read-based. They're very read-based now. They're trying, they're, they're doing a much better job getting downhill, firing passes to the opposite corner, to the weak side corner, or hitting interior passes and cutting into space. That's that's the new magic offense. It's really exciting, personally, because I because they've been executing it so well during the preseason. Again, we're going to see how it translates when teams start to tone in on it. New Orleans, I think, did that a little bit in Tuesday's game. Caught them a little bit with some traps and some pressure uh, coming out defensively. But here's the deal. For the preseason, Orlando is a 105.6 offensive rating. That's not good. You know, that's, that's just not good. Team is assists on 71.6% of its field goal. So the Magic are moving the ball to get their points. But, however, the fourth quarters have been terrible. It's dragging everything down. In the first half of the Magic's preseason games, again, when the Magic's rotation players are guaranteed to have played the entire time, the Magic have an offensive rating of 116.4. That's eighth in the league for the preseason. Even so, a 116.4 offensive rating is a notable improvement over last season, 111, where they were at 111. And, cer- and, and, and certainly, and I think they were like 112.8 after December 7th. Uh, and certainly, if the Magic are even middle of the league, remember, this is a big thing, just be league average. Even if the Magic have a league average offense, that changes everything. That helps them set their defense. You know, get turnovers are a big deal. That helps them set their defense. That helps them, uh, you know, get, you know, they have to take the ball on that. You're giving them fewer transition opportunities. Being able to just score at a league average level transforms this team. And the first half as well, Magic have uh, an assist rate of 70.6%. So that means 70.6% of all their field goals are assisted. They have been a high assist team in the preseason. Now, again, What's going to carry over? That's that's the ultimate question. Um, is this something that is permanent? Is this something that is just a creature of the preseason? What's going to happen? That's the question that we're going to leave for Wednesday in the West Coast trip. You know, whether this is something permanent, whether this is real, who knows? We're going to find out all together here in the next week, week and a half, two weeks. Um, but if this is the direction the Magic are heading, if this is the style of play they're going to play, passing is going to make a big difference to scoring in the paint, to getting open shots, to getting open threes, um, to taking more open threes. That's that's the bigger thing, is taking more open threes um, and, and taking advantage of the space and versatility that this team has. Passing is a big deal. And the Magic have been passing at a higher rate than they have in quite, certainly than they did last year. Zach Lowe published his watchability rankings. The Orlando Magic announced their Bally Sports Florida team. We're going to talk a little bit about what Zach Lowe had to say and how the Magic changed some things. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. 
But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we dive into the to, to the to this uh, watchability rankings thing, um, you know Zach Lowe is a closet Magic fan. Don't let him tell you otherwise. We love you, Zach. Um, Zach Lowe likes the Magic a lot. He likes the aesthetic. He loves the broadcast. Magic have one of the best broadcasts in the league. Shout out to David Steele, Jeff Turner, uh, Dante Marcatelli, uh, Kendra Douglas is joining the team. She's 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 been awesome to hang out with uh, at practices. Um, we have a great broadcast crew, and we've always had a great broadcast crew, even going back to Chip Carey and, and Goose Givens, and um, absolutely our old radio crew, uh, the radio crew now with Jake Chapman is fantastic, um, as was the old radio crew with uh, Dennis Newman, Richie Adubato, and, and and plenty, plenty other, plenty others. Um, the Magic are a great watch. You know, like just beyond, you know, before we even get to basketball, the Magic just do a lot of things that that work. Um, Zach Lowe loves our throwback jerseys. We all love our throwback jerseys. I'm, I'm so happy the Magic brought uh, did the Stars jerseys this year. Um, as much as we love the original pinstripes, those T-Mac era Stars jerseys were freaking awesome. I'm so excited to see them on the floor Wednesday. Um, going to be a lot of fun. Um, it, it's it's good times. Um, a, a Magic broadcast is a good hang, win or lose, uh, and, and they deserve that recognition. So how do the Magic, with all of that going on, end up number 23? That is, that is the great, uh, maybe not the great mystery. It, it's, it's pretty easy to explain. Um, just again, these, these, uh, uh, what's it called? These, uh, watchability rankings. Again, Magic are up four spots. They were 27th last year. So these watchability rankings are really Zach's opinion. Uh, and it, it honestly just comes down to, to one thing. The Magic aren't relevant in the national story yet. Like, that's 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 the whole thing. The Magic aren't a nationally relevant team. We have one national TV game for, for a reason. We're not a team people talk about. We're not a team that has proven itself on the floor to be an entertaining watch. Paolo Bancaro is not a player who could go off for 50 on, every, on any night. He could be. We'll see if that, that's going to be the case. I'd love to see Paolo get his first 50-point game and give the Magic their first 50-point game since what? T-Mac? Maybe to Dwight. I don't think Dwight had a 50-point game. 
It's been a while. Um, so they had a couple 40-point games with Aaron Gordon and uh, and uh, and Victor Oladipo. You know, Franz certainly could be knocking on the door for one of those games as well this year. This is a fun young team, but they're not established. You know, they're they're fun young team that defends well. Um, those teams are not necessarily exciting. They're not a team that like invites some chaos and invites um, people to tune in and see something crazy happen. At the end of the day, and this has been a very offense-heavy episode, at the end of the day, what makes a team watchable is either their ability to win and, and their relevance to the national story or incredible offense. Defensive teams are boring to watch. That's the reason why the NBA, that's the reason why everyone suspected the NBA hated that Spurs Pistons finals in 2005. Um, defensive teams can be tough to watch. They muck the game up. It's hard to create a highlight out of it. It's hard to put that on Twitter. You know, maybe Jonathan Isaac block isn't, but it's hard to put that on Twitter and say, Hey, leak past this. Now go to this game right now. Look what's going on. And that's why I'm really excited about the magic's offense. Like I, like, I, I read the John Hollinger thing and John Hollinger of the athletic is very down on the magic because he just doesn't think they're going to be able to score. No one knows if this magic team is going to be able to score enough. No one knows if this magic team is going to be able to, to kind of match the offense we're seeing around the league and, and have an offense that's entertaining to watch. What I've seen in preseason is really encouraging. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I really love what we've seen in the preseason and, and what feels possible with this Magic team. But they got to go out and prove it. Like everything else, the biggest theme of why the Magic aren't the the darlings of the league and why the Magic aren't a team that everyone is excited to see is they haven't proven anything yet. Yes, last year they kind of operated in secret and and, and they were really impressive. And a lot of the NBA diehards will tell you like, hey, the Magic were coming. The Magic were a good team last year. But they haven't proven it to everyone. They're not, as Zach puts it, part of the zeitgeist. 23 seems low still. I would put the magic over the Chicago Bulls. I think the Chicago Bulls are a really boring team to watch. No offense to Chicago. Got some talent. They're in the playing race. I'm not here to to speak that. Um, I find Chicago to be a boring watch. Um, They're all defense, no offense, despite their offensive potential. The magic, though, we don't know what they are. And that's why they're kind of where they are in the national conversation. Once they prove themselves, once they climb the standings and everyone has to say like, oh, the Magic are here. The Magic are doing this. The Magic are doing that. When they go to a playoff series and have that showcase and that spotlight, that's when everyone's going to start buying in and start believing and start watching on a national scale. For now, they're a local secret. They're an NBA secret. We're going to enjoy our Bally Sports Florida crew. And we're going to have a really fun season and really good season that we're going to enjoy watching. And hopefully the rest of the world will come along and watch too. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them. We send all podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. Or release something on Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Don't forget to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. Go to patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub or check out my um, Twitter account to learn more as well. Again, that's Philip at Philip RR underscore OMD. That's good to do for me today, though. 
We'll have a practice report on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. Hear from the team before their final preseason game. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.